Welcome to another edition of Move Through Motivation. I am joined today by my dear friend, brother from another mother, Neil Bernhardt. He is a rock star of a friend, a awesome father, husband, and in a previous episode you've heard Mel's story and her battle, who she she is stage four, battling currently stage four um, breast cancer and her journey. And I wanted to get Neil's perspective on because it's important that when families go through crisis and cancer or, or illness or anything, there's always two sides of the story that, and one of them is usually never heard. And I personally experienced that with Sherry going through it and, and learning about her journey. So I wanted to have Neil, how me and Neil met was 2014. He, he joined Chino CrossFit mm -hmm. and yep. we became instant buddies because we were the dads of, of young sons and we have participated with competing with our kids at a very early age in CrossFit and yeah. all the dogma of and bad juju that people will put out about kids doing CrossFit. We, mm. We've experienced just the opposite and it's been really cool to see our kids grow up and be healthy and not get injured mm. and, and just enjoy playing in the gym. Yeah. And Absolutely. the boys actually grew up together. I mean, in the yeah. gym, it's 2014, Kaysen was three, so. Broads yeah, remember them little, them little yeah. tykes? Yeah, yeah, the first Swinging competition. The and yeah, CrossFit Fontana, we did the first competition with mm -hmm. Brody, Kylan, and yeah. Kaysen, and, and you, and Scott. That and was fun. It yeah. was a good time. So, Neil, I want you to tell me a couple things today. I want, I want people to understand your journey mm -hmm. of not being the one who's sick, but the one who's stood by the person who's persevered, who's had compassion, who's who's been relentlessly pos positive mm -hmm. in this this fight that your family's been in and a couple things. So tell me about yourself. Where are you from? Where'd oh, you grow up? Well, um, I consider myself, you know, Southern Californian. I've been here since I was 11, you know, back in 81, dating myself here. Wow, Before wow. that, uh, born in New York, raised, you know, my dad moved around for for uh, for work, so we lived in Australia for a little bit when I was a, a little kid. Okay. Uh, but family settled in Southern California, and I consider this, you know, my hometown, so or my home area. So, um, but uh, you know, I just want to touch. I want to touch on how and how we started our friendship. You know, since you mentioned uh, CrossFit, and I, I remember it was actually late 2013. Uh, it was 13. It was, okay. yeah, October. Okay. Uh, I was just looking at some photos the other day. Uh, and I went into a Saturday workout, which is always free at, at our gym. And uh, this was after, you know, I had done some boot camps and, you know, some Globo Gym stuff here and there. I was kind of bored and like, I would always talk about CrossFit, you know, right. like, this CrossFit, man, it seems so like dangerous like the stuff you hear about it right and right. it was actually melanie that told me why don't you just try it just give it stop a shot. talking about it just yeah. try it yeah. so i was like okay well why don't i do that so first first saturday workout i go in and it was you i remember you you know leading the workout and we were doing some running and stuff and 
<laughs> One thing that I always remember is every time we passed on the run, he'd be like, keep it up, Neil. Doing a good job, Neil. And I'm like, this guy knows my name already. And I just met him like five minutes ago. How cool is that? So, I, I mean, that's, that's what I do love about the, the CrossFit community. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a family environment. And, yeah. and as, as being dads, it was, it was a special time. It's a special time when mm -hmm. we get to do things with our kids and they get to see you work out. And then yep. it's not yeah. like a global gym where you go in, you gotta put your kids in a, in a care center. Like they are, they see you doing it and then they can come out and play with you yeah, afterwards. Absolutely. And the encouragement environment <laughs> is, is, is amazing. Yeah. So, so you, we met in 2013. I'm dating myself. I thought yeah. it was 2014. So 2013 we meet and Mel had already been through her first battle at this right, time. Right, yeah. This this was uh, in 2010. She was initially diagnosed with stage 2B. And where were you Where were you at when you found out uh, the news? Where were you? Where do you remember? I was at work, uh, working out in Whittier. And, she, you know, she was at home. Uh, and, she, you know, she gave me a call at work. And she had just talked to her... Uh, her primary care doctor on the phone and that's how she got the news which you know it's kind of weird to hear you know on someone phone. someone hearing that yeah you know get getting that kind of news over the phone but um you know she called me right away and you know sh she had been at home with her friend uh, you know and we had we had kids the same age so the kids were having a play date so uh, i remember her friend brenda was there and uh yeah, I just what's it like? What's it like? I mean, because you're the spouse, it's not you. It's sick. What, what's it like from your perspective? What What is it? What do you being the husband, right? Like mm -hmm. you're the you're the you're the provider. You're the you're the strong one. What is mm -hmm. it like getting that news that knows that your 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 love is is what was it? What was what was going through your mind? Everything was going through my mind. Uh, I just. Let's bring it back. Yeah, yeah, man. Don't worry. Right, we got we got tissues, and we're gonna go through some tough yeah, times. Yeah. In this. We're gonna go through some tough times in this. Um, yeah. In this ride, and you know, we're gonna. Yeah, I just haven't you know I haven't really thought about that yeah. day in a long time. Yeah. But uh. But it could bring you back to emotion like that. Yeah. Right away, right? It does. So you get the call. She calls you, and yeah. You guys. I go uh, home. I go straight home. Obviously, you yeah. know. I just tell them at work. You know, I just gotta go and. I just went home and held her. Yeah. And you can't control it, right? Like, there's no, no. there's no way to say that you could take this pain away from her. If you could, you would. But, no. you know, uh, being that the way it is, she's obviously a fighter in her, in her personality. Yeah. But you're there, you're there for her. Um, what's it like going through that, that time? Like, you had mm. Brody's two. Yeah, he's two. You know, you got and a young, young kid. And I don't know if she mentioned this, but... Uh, you know, that was, her diagnosis came through uh, early June of 2010, and my dad yeah. had just passed. Like, Recently before? A couple not months? Even, not even three weeks. Yeah. From cancer. Oh, man. And your dad... So I'm still in mourning. Yeah. Right? The, the shock and... This thing just took your dad and not your wife. 
Like yeah. that, it's, it, that had to hit a ton of bricks, right? Yeah. Two people, your, rock, your two rocks are now just yeah. kind of... It was hard to breathe, I mean... Yeah. The anxiety that you had is, is yeah. pretty... pretty. It's, it's not supposed to be like this, right? No. Like, you ask yourself, just, why? Why, yeah. why is this happening? Right. I'm like, uh, about your age. Yeah, right? about, 40. I'm, about 40. Not even 40 yet. 39, 30, 30, right? Okay. I was 39 and, uh, you know, you're, you're in your 30s and you're like, you know, life is good and, you know, got a family and all of a sudden, you know, cancer shows yeah. up, you know. And my dad's cancer was fast, you know, he's aggressive caught it really late you know it was esophageal cancer and it would already spread and you know that we had like a month of dealing with that before he you know had a heart attack and a stroke and then you know passed shortly after that so trying to come to grips with that and then you know melanie's diagnosis was like like you said, it was like another ton of bricks just coming down. So the weight just had to be so heavy, right? Like it was. You couldn't heal your dad. Now, now your yeah. your lover, yeah. your, your your wife, you're strong. Yeah. He's just you know, because she's not a she's not a you know a she's a take charge kind of person, right? She's yeah, she's very strong, independent, very assertive, yeah. independent. Um, so not a lot of things I. Uh, <laughs> can't tell her what to do a lot. Right. right? Yes, yes, so, yes, she's a type A personality. This is called type A. Right? And, and by that time, I already, you know, I've already come to know her in that respect. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be able to tell her, like, yeah. certain things to do. So, so you're in a supportive role. And yeah. that's, and it's just, it, it's, it's a weird place, right? I mean, like, <clears throat> you're there for no matter what, yeah. but. It's very weird. And it, uh, it's, you're emotional. You're very emotional. You have your, I am, your back. Yeah. And, and when I say that your dad passed away, now your wife has it. Yeah. Now you got to be going through, through little. It's rough. Like, yeah. And and now, you guys start the treatment. What happens then? Um, well, the first thing that happened was her mastectomy, her double mastectomy, and that was uh, July, maybe a week before my fortieth birthday. So I mean, we had a pretty rough summer and rest of that year. Her. So 2010 was not a good year for you guys. No, she had that surgery. Then she started chemo uh, a few months after that. Not even, probably not even a few months. And then you know, just dealing with trying to care for her while she's doing the chemo and you know, watching out for Brody's like two years old. And did you have a lot of family support that were absolutely there? Yeah, yes? I mean, I mean you, had, you had a lot of good. Mel, Mel yeah. seemed to say that you guys had a, a, a tremendous amount of... We had a big support cir group. Circle yeah. that came around you and huddled and helped you guys in this yes. fight, right? Yeah, we did. And, and they were there for Mel. What Do you do you remember anybody specifically being there for you as, as your... Because the reason I say this is, is yeah. Sherry <clears throat> shares a story how, like, you were her, like, yeah. cancer coach. Like, right. in, in, as being right. the spouse of, of somebody who has cancer, like, you were there for Sherry... Um, who yep. was there for you? I mean, who was who was a person that you remember, or was there multiple people that you remember that were kind of just like Neil? How are you doing? Um, or just called to check on you a lot? I mean, anybody specifically, or was it just a multitude of people that just there? A lot of coworkers, a lot of family, yeah. Uh, coworkers. Yeah, you know, coworkers more 
you know, a casual, you know, yeah. how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. But family, you know, Melanie's family, her brothers are very tight, you know, they're, yeah. good, they're good, good about dudes. talking with, talking with me about that stuff. And yeah. Um, and their wives also, uh, were important, uh, support system. Yeah. And your, your brother or sisters, are they, are they, they're, they're in California or they're out of California or? I have a sister who's local, like Apple Valley. Uh -huh. So she, you know, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty close. close. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, she was. She had somebody there good. that was there for you on your side. She was good. Uh, shoulder to lean on. Yeah. Uh, my mother also um, helped a lot. Um, my uh, older brother is in Seattle. His okay. wife's uh, a doctor. So. Got some medical. Yeah, we were, you know, using her, kind of helping, having her help us, you know, figure stuff out as far as right. terminology and like. Because yeah. you don't, you don't get this right. It's no, not. It's the I mean, first time. Like, I mean, your dad had it, but I yeah. mean, it's still so fresh that I tell people, you know, you get, you get to know the well when you get a family member, whether it's a spouse or a kid. Uh, diagnosed, you cross this kind of like a portal, like you're in another world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look like that's true. It was like, like in a there's universe. all kinds of stuff that you did not know existed yeah. until this cancer is now part of your existence. Yeah. In your life and you can't, you don't, you've never experienced yeah. it. Yeah. And that's, you know, a, that's a very good, that's you, a very good. You start to learn names of drugs, right? He, right. Medical conditions and, you know, you think you know, you, you know Latin because of all the right. different terminology. Right. Right. You, you learn to hold, it's like you said, you're in another portal, yeah. you learn a whole new right. language. Life is up, flipped upside down. Yeah, I tell people. You know, and you still you, want to live a normal life, When you right? get that diagnosis, you know, just be ready because, you know, there's all kinds of new stuff that, before you cross that portal, you, you know, you're almost oblivious to it, right? Agreed. People hear about you're people with cancer and you're like, oh, yeah. that's really terrible. But once you're in it yeah. and you're dealing with it as either someone who's getting treatment and battling it, or if you're a primary caregiver or a family member, like it's like a, a whole different outlook on, on how to deal, on how to deal with stuff. And, and how was it, how was it with when she's going through a battle, you got Brody, mm -hmm. what's it like um, for you at treatments? I mean, did you, did you take her? What, yeah. what was, what was your guys's, what was your guy? I mean, cause this is the bubble, right? We talk about it. Yeah. We had our system. What was your system like for, for chemo? What did you do? I mean, well, big that, days, crazy days, but what, what first, was it? What that was your, first diagnosis in 2010, I mean, it was. You had a surgery? Yeah, had a surgery. We had a local uh, oncologist that, you know, he just had a small office in Chino that, mm -hmm. you know, we'd go for the infusions there and, you know, I, I'd go with her. Uh, from what I remember, you know, 10 years ago now, it was, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure her mom went with her and, you know, her yeah. sister. So you she, know, had, she had good support off. system around. Yeah. She, she had mentioned that she had a really good friend mm -hmm. that um, had shaved her head with her. Oh, yeah. She had a really good Renee. friend. She, yeah, she yeah. said she shaved her head, and it was really, it was really cool for her that it meant a lot to her that, you know, 
as most oh, yeah. person would just shave their head. And yeah. For a woman, I mean, as a yeah. guy, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of people that would do it, but I mean, for a woman, it's that's pretty. I was pretty rad as a friend, and how to have yeah, that kind of. Cool. That was cool. We had a we had a little head shaving party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she gets through it. Yeah. We, we get through it. We know that you're there. You're a rock. You don't leave. You don't. Mm -hmm. You 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 strong foundation for her. Mm -hmm. Support system of your <clears throat> your family, which which not a lot of people get a lot of credit for, but when you're in that funk and you're in that, what you call the, the portal yeah, where you're, you're at, you've gone through, there's a, yeah. it's an emotional roller coaster. It's not sunshine and rainbows. No. You have a strength, but it's, it's, a, it's a weird, I, 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 there's no way for me to really explain it, but it's like a darkness you're in. You're, yeah. you're fighting, you're fighting, <clears throat> you're fighting, you're fighting. And I just feel like you're fighting in the dark so long that you kind of lose your way and that at least that's how how, how i explain it is, yeah you know for the caregiver from from my perspective and i'm sure she, sherry had the same you know outlook is like you got to be strong like not just for the spouse that's yeah dealing with this right but your family right you have your kids that are they need they Thank still you. need all the support and love right? so crazy. you have to like almost put on a guard you know put Shield. on a mask you're like yeah. you know to, to be strong for them yeah. right so yeah. definitely that's I, a big part of it yeah that's that's i think that's huge that you know and like i was i was saying to mel i said brody's such a he's like you brody's <clears throat> like you you and brody are like twins right yeah. brody has yeah. the same temperament as you but yeah. he's been just a, a super awesome kid and i think that's mm -hmm. because a, he's got good parents, but in that dark time, you were, you didn't, you didn't shake and get weak. You got stronger and you mm -hmm. put on, like you said, that mask and you told him, look, mom is sick and we're going to yeah. do this. But yeah. you know, he, he was a good, he was a, he's a better kid now because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, Absolutely. he's, he's so mature. He's, I, I, I sometimes feel like he's like a, the perfect adult sometimes because he's so, <laughs> mellow he's so mm -hmm. he's just a good kid and I, I tell the boys i'm like your brody is is somebody who and it's weird because our kids were not as young as the first time but he brody was when we get in the second one like i was casein's mm -hmm. age and yeah. like yeah. i think that our boys are 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 now different because you know you were strong for brody and sherry was strong for brody and we didn't give up and we just you know we, we told mm -hmm. them we just got to fight and yeah not give up yeah. so when she finished her first treatment yeah life's good right i mean after getting out of the chemo after getting through it like what happens what happens the second time what is that like because you're living on the high life after a year or yeah. two like like scans are scary but you don't think it's coming back after five years what happens then what do you, was it different? Well, Did you, she didn't even like really have regular scans after the treatment was done after the first time uh I might be wrong, but I don't remember too many scans like before 2015. Really? January 2015 was the second diagnosis, right? So she had a an MRI because she felt something on the implant and the scan came back or, or, or I think it was a PET, a PET scan, right? Because the doctor said something lit up, right? Usually that's a PET scan when they're talking that terminology, right? right. There's some yeah. of that terminology you learn. Yeah. <laughs> lit the, up. The, the, the lingo, the language. Right? So, you know, she had a biopsy on that 
and it came back positive, <coughs> right? So we wanted to get a second opinion. Okay. So we went to City of Hope. Uh, she actually ran into uh, a friend of hers who who worked for City of Hope, uh, and it just happened to be like right after that that PET scan result came through, and she says, "Why don't you, you know, apply at City of Hope?" So we did, and we went there in January of 2015, and uh, the doctor that we met there just reviewed the the results of the PET scan and said, you know, there's something else on this this readout, this this document, right? Whatever they read, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't understand half the right. stuff on it, right? But there was something else on her sternum called a xiphoid, right? It's the very bottom of your sternum. It's like almost like cartilage, I believe, right? She says something, the technician wrote that something lit up on that. So they did a biopsy of that, right? And they had to, it's a bone biopsy, right? So it was a little bit of a, I don't know if it was like a kind of a surgery, right? Yeah, Where they yeah, kind of but put they gotta get twilight. inside there and grab it. So they can't just do it endoscopically. So that confirmed that it had spread, right? So How's it stage when, four? It, when it metastasizes, yeah, stage four. So up until then, you know, we we're like most people. We didn't know what stage four meant, right? So stage four is like, once that breast cancer spreads to another part of the body, uh, you know, you've, you probably hear me say this 10,000 times as well as Melanie, you know, breast cancer, it's in your bones. It's not bone cancer. Breast cancer goes to your brain, goes to your liver, your your spine. It's it's not brain cancer, it's breast cancer in your brain, right? It's spread. Once it's spread and it's stage four, there is no cure, right? So there's we, nothing that, there's no medicine that could that could take it away. There's no chemo. It's, it's all about longevity at that yeah, point, right? Yeah. Treatments that'll extend your longevity, right? Mm -hmm. So we learned this like all within like a few days after meeting with City of Hope. So it's like here we are in a whole nother world right. no, inside the cancer world. Right, right, right. right. So, so you're you're in a you're in a rare, yeah, a, even even bigger world of, of yep. new new terminology. Yeah, you know you've already done the chemo, you've already done the surgeries, mm. everything everything's been gone, but now it's back. Yeah. And so it's I, not a, I remember hearing, <laughs> you know the. Survival rate. Yeah. Three years. This is a median survival. And that hit hard. Right. Even 2000, 2000. So it, when, when you get the, I mean, so you, yeah. you, you, they tell you it's, it's, it's bad news. 
three years is yeah. what it is. Median survival is, is, is average is three years, right? Here's so. what's crazy though, and this is what this is what blows me away. And, and I told Melanie, I said like, she was my rock when I my, my cancer coach, my my cancer mentor. And it's yeah. weird that like we talk about this parallel universe. Like I had a cancer coach, yeah. right? Yeah. And I have uh, I, I talk about it too. I have a cancer bench, like people that were going through cancer at the same time I was. Like those are those are the people like. I'll never forget their names. I'll never forget yeah. what, what yeah. They, you know, where we were at and what the, the, the but, but <clears throat> she is inspiring the sense of, okay, three years, that was 2015. Yeah. She is kicking butt and taking names and still out there fighting yeah. to tell people that there needs to be more research done. <clears throat> And that she yeah. doesn't want to be a statistic. She already is a statistic because she's already passed the average of three. Yeah. And she is staying healthy, staying active, being a super duper mom, mm -hmm. being a leader in the community, being an outreach to people who are going through the fight. And she's battling it on her own. And that's that's a hero in my eyes. Absolutely. You know, and and you as as getting this news, I've never seen you, and Sherry says this, like you were her what but what Melly was for me, you were to share. You're like, right, yeah. like, it's it's special, and and you guys are inspiring, and that's why I try <clears throat> to tell people like, you need to find good people and put them around you yeah. because when you go through that battle, the resiliency that comes out of it from the compassion of people you've <clears throat> never met will make you stronger, and yeah. and uh, like I. I want to pay it forward in any way I can. And I wanted to make sure that people knew who Melanie and Neil were to me and Sherry, mm -hmm. um, what Brody was to our boys, yeah. what, what the, the courage and, and, and fight that you guys show on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis with having this uncurable disease that you're not giving up. Yeah. That you're not, that, that yeah, we're gonna have a bad day. We're gonna have a bad month. We could have a bad year like 2010. Yeah. But you didn't break, man. Yeah, yeah. That's so, that's such an encouragement. And it could be a light of hope for somebody who, <clears throat> who goes, man, I got really bad news. I said, well, you think somebody always has it worse? And that's why I said, like, I felt bad, but there's people who have it way worse than I did. Yeah. And it's not that it's <clears throat> a race or a, a, a competition, but it's, it's the story and the journey that people go through that make them stronger, and yeah. you guys are stronger because of this. Yeah. And yeah. even being stronger, you're encouraging people. <clears throat> yeah, and, uh, and, and that's a testament to Melanie. I mean, she's yeah, she's a rock she star. She motivates dude. me more than anyone. Yeah, yeah, man. You guys are like a, a strong force. You know, like she makes <clears throat> you work out harder. I, I, I listen. Yeah. When I first met you, you were Papa Smurf, and then you turned into Papa Beast. You know, like you, I, seeing your transformation fitness wise, yeah. I mean, you were the dad who had the beer gut. Yeah. You know, and now you're the dad that picks up 200 pounds and pushes it over your head and, and, and leads people and it encourages people. And yeah. like, that is so amazing defeat of what should not be and what is not the average you're yeah you are you are doing and, and I, there's nothing that i can say what do you think it's been for doing this um seeing brody like we think he's a rock star 
Mm-hmm. I mean, what, it, what do you think it's affected him seeing that you're, you know, you are a strong dad, strong man, mom's a, a beast. Yeah. You know, what, what do you, I mean, what's well, his, what has been transformation all, like? He's so, he's yeah. so good. He's so good. And I mean, I'm just like, Brody, I, I've never, I've never seen him break down ever. And I've known him since 2014, 13, 14. I've never seen him have like yeah. a bad moment. Yeah. Like he's always a good kid. He's yeah. nice to other kids. We, we've always been totally honest with him. You know, we give him all the information that we think is appropriate for his age, right? So, and who gave you that that advice? Where, where did you get so that? We from? got that from City of Hope, actually. Okay. You know, they okay. have uh, counseling advisors, you know, and they they give you information, and they they're there to talk to you about anything that you have questions on. And you know, we talked, we asked him about, you know, we have a small uh, child. You know, he's how old was he then? You know, uh, two in the second diagnosis. Uh, you know, 2015, six, he seven. was six or seven, yeah. right? Um, seven. So they give you the appropriate, like they say, okay, for this age, you know, this is the kind of stuff you want to tell him. So we just made sure he was, you know, not in, kept in the dark about anything. Same with my daughter. I have a, an adult daughter yeah. from yeah, my first marriage, right? And we keep her up to date on everything. Um, just because and she's an awesome human being, by the way, too. I yeah. mean, her her maturity at the age where she was, yeah. In the second diagnosis, when I really met her, was like, wow, yeah. this she is mm-hmm. super stable, super supportive. Mm-hmm. Not like you know, I I, uh, I I commend you guys. And she's you know she's got a younger sister who's uh, leukemia yeah. survivor, so her sister Sam dealt with that, and so Lauren had to. You know, she had to go through all of that with her with her sister too. So, I mean, she's been through a lot. But she sent Lauren sent me a tweet the other day. Tweet, right? Tweet. We're, we're on Twitter together. On Twitter, so Twitter, Twitter. She sends me this thread. I get a message from her. It says, ah, paraphrasing, this tweet is this whole thread is a testament to how great a person you are. She says this to me. So. It's a it's a a tweet that someone wrote. This woman said, "My my sister was in stage four breast cancer, f- fighting or in treatment, and her husband complained about her not doing enough around the house. And the whole thread was all these people complaining about all these husbands and boyfriends and uh, maybe Support, other women, yeah, yeah, you know." Yeah don't have the support and you know for Lauren to send that to me not a lot yeah yeah that meant a lot yeah yeah that's I told her you know that's that was that's a a special moment right yeah a special moment and I remember (laughs) I remember when you got your diagnosis uh we were all at Magic Mountain, my family, which is an odd anecdote to this whole thing. When you got your 
you know, a year later when you got your all clear scan yeah. Yeah. after your treatments, we were, we were at Knott's Berry Farm, <laughs> the whole family. <laughs> Right, so right. I don't know what the deal is with, <laughs> with the theme parks, but anyway, right. when we got so don't go to any more theme parks. Right, okay? exactly. Stay away. If I call you, don't answer the phone. Okay. Right. So I remember seeing your your uh, post uh, about your diagnosis and uh, Hodgkins, right? Yeah. And the first thing I thought of was was Sherry. Like I said, and I had, you know, I had to send her a message. I yeah. said, so I sent her a message right away, and I don't remember what I said, but uh, no, she, she, she talked about it when we chatted about, you know, our journey, like how, you know, we, our, our first close encounter with with cancer within our friendship was was when Mel got sick in in 2015, and you know, we we when we did the that night, uh, I think it was the the night we did the auction and stuff like that like yeah we we said to ourselves when we went to it and when we left i was like and i i can't even we can't even understand because mm. our kids are about the same age and meaning like you know they're because was five and brody was seven and you know what what if that was us like what would we do and the minute we 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 got sick when i got sick like automatic i'm like oh wait a minute we have we we God had a plan for us. There's mm-hmm. already somebody in our life that we've seen battle this and show such grace and humility and strength and positivity. Yeah, you had someone to go to. We had to, we had to go to, and and that's not the case for everybody. Yeah. Um, who has that? And we were blessed to to have that in our life and a great support system. And and you guys were that for us. And you know we we love you guys mm-hmm. and we we love doing the the, the walks climb for a cure. And we mm-hmm. Mel actually talked about because one of the thing is is. What I like to do is, is what are ways that people could help people going through struggle? Like your friends, you know, what, what can your friends do that they don't do that they don't know what they should do because they've never been in that experience? Yeah. We had you guys as a support system, but she talked about Metaviber, how it mm-hmm. was, it's been a great um, organization that's really helping in the research yeah. of trying to find a cure. For yeah, stage four. One hundred percent of their donations go to yeah. researching cool. yeah. uh, metastatic breast cancer cure. So if you're gonna donate to any breast cancer yeah, charity, breast cancer month, especially breast cancer month, because everybody talks about yeah. it, like that's what they highlight. Made, made, made of ivory is and, the one. To and do. we told yeah. we told Mel we would make sure and put it in the link. We'll put it under under this one. Okay. To to because what I want people to know is is where the <clears> resources are for people who are going through that mm-hmm. to learn that when you're in the bubble learn the people that are in the bubble yep and kind of get the education you need yeah. to get um the information you yeah want to, for and, diagnosis and healing and I, i'd like to add that you know if you do have someone that is a friend that is you know recently diagnosed from my perspective you know just like i reached out to sherry yeah. you know yeah check with the caregivers right yeah. caregivers are yeah. Yeah. i mean they're dealing with a lot you know yeah. and, and it's and, and it is and I, I at the time i didn't say i'm like why, why are you why are you sad but yeah. we we would have these talks she's like matt you understand like i don't look at you the same way anymore. yeah yeah like if something happens to you i gotta take go pick up so i and, and at the time I'm like man you're talking crazy you put me in the grave but but it's true. It's like a real fear. Like, 
Your 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 rock, your person that's there is. I know exactly what like, she's talking about. You know about. what I mean? Like it's, it's real. Like you think about that. Stuff. Yeah, like it's so deep. It goes so deep. Like, oh shoot, I'm gonna emotional pieces that are gonna come along, and yeah. it took me a while to see that as a, as the fighter and her the caregiver. But it's true. Once you reach out to that caregiver yeah. and and check on them like you would the patient, you know, yep. because they're kind of a patient in a sense too, because. Yeah, they need they need they need support. they need someone to talk yeah, to, yeah. right? I, and the outlet. I remember telling, I think I told you about this too, the the ring theory, right? I, I told Sherry about it. Whereas you know, it it it, it can apply to any kind of uh, illness, right? Where someone's really dealing with like a, a rough sickness, right? Yeah. So they're in the middle of this universe, this 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 diagram, right? And then you have concentric rings that go outward right right so the the next ring outside the middle is the spouse or the primary caregiver right yeah the ring outside that is maybe the parents some close siblings yeah. some close friends yeah. other friends and it goes out and out and out and i i really love this because it helps you remember how to make sure the person in the center is not having to deal with too much crap, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, the, and the theory is if you're, um, if you're in a ring, positivity goes inside, right? right. Put the love inside. If you want to complain about something, you got something on your mind, right. that goes out. Right. That goes to the the yeah. next ring outside. Okay. So I like that. Me, yes. if I have a problem that I'm dealing with, uh, I'm not going to go to Melanie while she's recovering from having her sternum removed, right? right? right. And she can yeah, barely yeah. sit up on her own in the bed, yeah. right? I'm not going to say, "Hey, um, I got a headache," you know. I can't. I can't deal with this right you now. You go to the next ring outside. So I go, I go outside. I go yeah. and talk yeah. to, that's a, you know. That's a really good Melanie's idea. brother or her, her dad, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I need help with this or I got a problem at work or something, right? So, you didn't burden her when she's already in a, in a bad condition. You, right. helped, you had people that are in the next ring out that they could go to. Right. Okay. Okay, I like and, that. And that works, you know, someone outside of my ring, you know. Don't complain for, to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't complain to me right, about a problem right, you got, right? right, right, right I got right, enough right. to deal with yeah, taking care yeah. of the inside yes, of the ring. Yes, yes. That's right. So, I like that. So push outward. Right. Push the bad out, push the good in. Right. Garbage that's out, really, love in. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so, really, really good. That's a that's a the ring theory. And I don't know if you I don't know if Sherry remembered that or she knows she she I what I remember is is that every time she would project to me in like that way, or you know, she's like she didn't at one point she just stopped and i'm like what what you know but what i come to realize is she would keep a lot of stuff inside yeah and you know she had a lot of conversations that i wasn't privy to and maybe i didn't need to be privy to them because it with with other people because i didn't need, i was so focused on getting better yeah and she wanted me to focus on that yeah that it, it it helped, and so that's I really like. That's the good. Ring. That's the good. Neil that that. Bernhardt ring. Theory. No, it's not mine. No, it's not yours. You heard I it found it. I found it online. Okay. Uh -huh. It's well, definitely you, not you, mine. You, I don't you, take you, credit. You don't take credit, but it, you you spread it, so right. you helped. 
you help that that good message yeah. be passed along. So, what can uh, what is it that you know you think after going through it the second time? Like, what can people do to support families going through a, a rough time? Like, you know, just be there. Yeah. Um, don't forget about people. Yeah, don't forget. I mean, like yeah. Ellen, you just posted something recently about cancer ghosting, which was like true so story. true. Like, yeah. Yeah. People, some people can't handle it, right? So they distance themselves. Um, but yeah, you just got to be there. I know there's, you know, you always say like, oh, let me know what you need me to do. Yeah, just show up. And if if you ask me that and I say, I need you to do my laundry. Do the laundry. Do the laundry yes. for them, yes. right? Bring them, bring them something to eat. Yes. Right. Yes. If there's a meal train or something going yeah. on, yeah. volunteer to like bring bring a meal over. It's not that. Know? Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. So don't 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 give lip service. Yeah. Give service. And most of the say. time, you don't need to like worry about going there and like being awkward. talking about specific. Just you be know, a friend. Just be there. Just go and just hang out. You don't yeah. need to talk about it. Yes. Right? Just yeah. go and be a friend. Yeah. And like, you know, if you want to sit on the couch and watch a movie, you just do that, yeah. you know? Just, just be there. Just be there. And I'd, I'd be present in those in those moments because those those small little things mean so much more yeah. and, and, and last such a long time. Yeah. In, in your memory of, of, of the healing and recovery. Right. And, it and it, life, doesn't, it right? doesn't take a lot to yeah, make an impact, right? Mm -hmm. Small things matter. Yeah. Small things matter for so. sure. Yeah. Well, Neil, I am... I'm proud we're friends. I know God had a plan, and yeah. uh, Melanie, got, Melanie got into the faith <laughs> thing, and I think you guys have become closer with God because of you know this. And it's kind of strange you find God when you're in a vulnerable place, but she's she's found strength in it. It's, it's, it mm -hmm. was inspiring to hear that that she's done that. And we are here for you. We pray for you. You're on our prayer list at our yeah. church. Like um, anyway, you know. The Olsons are here. You know, you know that Olsons. Olsons yeah. keep we keep a we keep a boxing glove. Yeah, we know. I should yeah. I should give that boxing glove back? But it's a it, it was my remember my fight, mm -hmm. and I really believe that 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 every time I walked in Casey's room, it, that when I I was like that that was Mel's that was my fight. That was Mel's fight. Mm -hmm. This is my fight, and now it's back in Mel's fight. So I got to make sure I give you back that yeah. that boxing glove because now it's. Now it's your fight again. It's now your time. So yeah. we love you, brother. And I appreciate everything you did in my fight. Yeah. For absolutely. my wife, for my kids. And we know. thank you. We're so appreciative of, of everything your family does. And we love you guys, man. I, and that, this is what I love about family. Like we weren't born blood, but you know, I think yeah. I think because of what we've gone through that yep. we're stronger together. So absolutely. I love you, brother. I right do. Right, love you too. God bless. Oh.